Hello all, good evening. Um, it's been a very long time since I've actually done these lives, but I am back. Um, and on this program, we will be doing talking about several other um, subjects, but with this one, we're going to be called uh, talking about mental health. Um, I've got my, with my with me Özlem, but first uh, I wanted to mention about um, a very strong subject that has been going and circling around uh, for a month now, and it's in connection with uh, Karal Bebek and also Asya Bebek, who both have got um, SMA Tipbir. Um, you can see that there are many, many um, charities that are getting involved and to try and raise the money for them. Um, so please try and get involved in, in any way you can, whether it's one pound, two pound, whatever however much it is, share it um, and support. I know there's many other organizations, um, including worldwide, TCC UK, TCCA, I know Kupus Gench really are also doing something as well. Um, and also a few events are happening along in Kupus where they're doing a, um, a live band, a concert for you lot to be involved. And the money that will be raised will be donated to either to uh, either Karel or Asia Bebek. Um, another news that I want to raise is um, we will be with other organizations having the online festival taking place in November. Um, if anyone wishes to be wishes to get involved, please get in contact with um, on the Facebook page, which I'll be sharing below this uh, after this program and get in, in contact with us. If you know anyone that is a musician, a singer, um, does any arts, photographer, um, does any Eldikish, um, and wants to share their talent with it, with to the community, and this will go live within the UK, um, in Australia, America, Africa, all the countries around the world. Um, so let's go to the main subject of this evening, which is mental health. Um, I would like to introduce to the panel, we've got um, Özlem, who is a contemporary healer, but she'll talk about herself more. So I would like to welcome Özlem. Welcome. Hello, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's all right. I'm very excited because I, we both obviously talked off air um, about this subject and obviously it's very close to our heart. Um, yeah. Just uh, introduce yourself and uh, your background and what you do, um, and then we'll go into the nitty gritty bit of the subject. Um, so I'm a Reiki practitioner. Um, I've been having Reiki, which is energy healing. It's a, a form of universal life force energy that is being sent to you on the patient, sorry, through my palms. It's a Japanese technique that um, helps me with my depression and anxiety. And I've been having it on and off for 10 years. Um, the last time that I had it was when I was pregnant and um, my anxiety really heightened. And after I gave birth and I continued my sessions, I just thought I, ha I have to do this because it's helped me so much. Um, and I still feel like it's a subject that people still don't understand or don't know how to receive help or, you know, it's just one of those subjects that it's just not, um 
sort of okay to speak about you know people would rather just ignore that fact but really it's something that we all need in a healing and that you know that anxiety and depression it comes from it triggers from inside and you know our upbringing or something we've been through or friends so I just wanted to do something that would help other people how it helped me definitely um and they can follow you on um which platforms instagram um i'm the contemporary healer okay we'll make sure we add that at the bottom well it's scrolling at the bottom That's anyway now. <laughs> um but well, i'll make sure I, I pin it and anybody else can follow it um i know we i'm doing a business wednesday post about your yeah um, profile anyway so hopefully they'll be in connection with you through that as well yeah. um we did have questions but we don't really want to talk about it as in a question kind of way we no. kind of just want to just freely talk about this subject because it obviously within our community it is it's a complete taboo um and in in connection with mental health i know uh last week uh tcca in partnership with medi foundation they did an art exhibition about mental health where people can describe their way of what they've been through through mental health mm -hmm. but describing it through art and i've always you know my, my background has always been art i'm a graphic designer for carve uni and i've it's a way to visually communicate what you're feeling and your emotions without anyone judging you because it's your way of describing that energy that's going through you um like i said the, in, it's a taboo in in our community uh i don't know if it is still now i mean with my parents it was uh easier to introduce the, them to them because this year i was diagnosed with depression at the start of the year um yeah. I know with other families, it's very hard to to explain it because it's you got to tread on eggshells and and describe it in a way to them where it doesn't hurt their feelings or to yeah. try. I wouldn't even say dumb it down, but to just so it does so they don't so they understand what you're going through. Um, how did you tell your parents that? What you um, I didn't I think I just I just um went to the GP and um, I spoke to the GP I was very honest with how I was feeling and um I just came home from work and I just said to my mum signed off from work but I think I was signed off for like two months because um I was in a very bad way and she was like well why and I was like well depression and, you know, that was that was very hard because, you know, I was having so much anxiety. I was going through so much emotions. And, you know, it's just it's just one of those things that you just can't be like, Do you know what, mum, I've got depression. I feel like I'm depressed. You know, it, it, not in a Turkish family. Like um, maybe, you know, I, I feel like families are becoming a little bit more understanding now because it's becoming more in the media, more in the press about, you know, suicide and depression, that I think people are a bit more aware and understand the importance of how to sort of yeah. keep, you know, make sure that everyone's mental health is in check. Um, you know, 
it's a mental health condition, anxiety or depression. It's not a physical illness. So if it was a physical illness, they'll be like straight on your case, be like, take this, take that. But they don't know, you know, like it's it's not something that back in the day, they'd be like, I'm in depression, help me. You know, it's something very new to our community. Um, So it's, it's, that that's the main reason why I really wanted to do this live with you is because I feel like, you know, we understand and we could be those people that could help the parents who are, have children who are suffering with anxiety so much, um, help them support them because that is all they need is they just need support and the right support. In fact, actually. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's definitely the right support. I mean, um, with myself, which I'm hoping by the end of this uh, program, we may do like an online test so that if anyone wishes to score themselves so they can self-diagnose and whether they need to go forward to a GP or speak to their best friends or family about it, because that's how I kind of did it for myself. Um, It was in February and... um, I was talking to one of my best friends, Naz, who was a previous admin, and I was basically saying, um, I just can't, I can't be bothered with today. I just don't, I don't want to work. I don't enjoy designing no more. I don't want to do this. I don't want to wake up. I, I, before I would be so excited to go to work and, and design something that I could do. And he goes, it sounds like you've got depression. Like it sounds like you're, you're not happy with what you're going through. You're not enjoying anything. This was my one of my friends saying it. So then I reached out to my Umay, uh, which was is one of the uh, admins who has openly done our mental health Tuesdays as well, um, and is openly says that she has mental health. And I said to her, "It's like, look, there's nothing wrong with." with going through these feelings, we're going through these emotions, is not going through these changes. Yes, it's going to be a bit scary because it's not something that you normally go through. And these two people normally know how I am. They normally know that I'm a, a chatty person. Uh, I laugh, I make jokes, I try and laugh, make other people laugh when they're down. And if I can't do that to myself, then I've obviously hit to a level that I shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so I I did a, first did this online test, uh, which basically you score between zero and three, and obviously uh, if you're three being the highest, zero being the lowest, it was mostly threes. So asking myself these different questions and thinking, do I want to be at this level when I'm having a newborn in March? No, I want to. I want to be there so that I can support my wife, myself, Absolutely. my daughter, my son. Um, so I reached out to the doctor. I mean, it was probably the hardest thing in the whole wide world I could ever do. Probably hardest than my eleven plus, hardest mm-hmm. than my uni dissertation. Because after I had spoken to him and he had diagnosed me with it, and we put the phone on. I just ended up crying full stop. Like it was as though like it was that I needed to do, I needed to speak to someone. I needed to be acknowledged by someone else um, 
to know that I was there and I was like, yes, Vardasen there, like you've, you, you, this is, this is what you have. And I literally was like, I gasped for air, like as well, I could breathe again. And then I was like, right, there, there is a path. There is something that I can do about this. Um, so yeah, that's how, that was my adventure, as I could probably put it, because it is a still an adventure. I'm still going through that journey. Um, I'm healing slowly and I know there's different ways. Um, and I think one of the things that somebody else has asked here, which I'll put on the screen is, um, how do you know if depression is starting with yourself? And um, I think this was one of the little questions that we had was, how would you know if you have anxiety or how would you know if you um, got depression Depression, and what triggers anxiety? So I, I well, if you, you, you'll know if you have depression because you won't want to get out of bed. You won't enjoy the things that you've once enjoyed. You won't want to talk to anyone. Um, everything just seems useless um or you know what's the point what's the point um for me it was a lot like i just kept i didn't want to wake up from bed i didn't want to get out from my bed at all i kept calling in sick from work for work um i didn't want to talk to anyone i didn't want to see anyone um i was eating and although i was eating i dropped like two both sizes I was a size 10 and I dropped to a size four um, um and I was eating um there's there's so many things I think everyone's very different um you know if severe depression which is what I had I didn't want to live anymore I just thought what's the point in continuing my life I'm not doing anything worthy you know uh, everyone is very different it, the the if you've got mild depression, you'll have those some of those symptoms and you'll sort of recognise it, but then you can sort of do something about it yeah. and you'll get out of that. But also depression, the triggers and the anxiety, it's very different for every person. So some people have trauma. So that trauma has built up inside of them. Those emotions have built up inside and they can't release it. So that is sort of slowly, slowly bringing them to be like, you know, what's the point? I can't deal with this feeling like this anymore. Um, or if it's about other people, you know, oh, how can I how can I show my face to the world if these people are talking about me? It could be health issues. You know, your health issues could be triggers um, for anxiety and depression. You know, if you're not having you know you're not 100 healthy or you're going through i don't know something really major like even diabetes cancer that could trigger your, you mentally and if you're not mentally strong that illness can beat you but i've i've seen with people who turn to healing and um energy healing and their mindset has killed off you know they've beaten any sort of illness they've come across um, so the triggers could be anything, even um, negative thinking. It could be that simple. Negative thinking, constant negative thinking just makes you want to believe that you're not good enough. Um, this place ain't that great. 
and you know you start thinking about everything negative and in the end you just don't want to get out of bed because you know everything's just crap yeah i agree i mean mine was i think mine was a snowball effect a complete snowball effect and i think yeah. it's I, I, I still don't know what the root of it is because it could go back all the way to primary school. You go back to secondary school. I know I was bullied in primary and secondary, so that could have been a start. Yeah. Um, I lost my dede two years ago. Um, that really kind of definitely affected me. Um, literally, if I think for... A whole year, any song, any picture. Every time you put Tedet and music on, it was like a trigger. I would literally yeah. just end up just emotionally just breaking down. Um, you even to this all those day, emotions inside of you. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm not a person that normally kind of shows it, so I just bottle yeah. it. So by me yeah. bottling it, that was just the champagne bottle of just just going downhill. And even to this day, I won't sit in his seat in, in at Babane's house, at Manene's house. I leave it there because that's his seat. Um, and then obviously, like, with this group, obviously, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, you know, hide it. But obviously, it comes with his, with the, the, the difficulties as well with that of trying to control um, your emotions and putting your emotions to, to, to yeah. the side and just seeing yeah. it with a neutral point of view um and i like you said if if you just always think negative 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 <laughs> the mm -hmm. only output that you're going to get is negative um so it was just a small snowball effect and the, the start of this year was how it just was basically the last of that snowball that just came crashing down and i had to do something about it but like i said so what, any what did you do about it you saw a therapist um i didn't see a therapist no so um I, I phoned the doctor they booked me in for a livy video call which they had to do obviously because of covid um reasons um they asked me the questions to diagnose me of whether like you said whether it was mild severe or full, fully diagnosed um i had answered um zero being the lowest three being the highest three to all apart from um apart from one um they put me on medication um first on the lowest dose and then increased it to the highest and um i didn't want to speak to therapists like i told you uh, in the in the yeah. background it was, it, it was basically because i had already opened up to my best friends i only oh to my wife to my parents and i kind of didn't want to repeat myself to a stranger um mm -hmm. and i wanted to try and see what the medication can do to to a limit to see how far it could go before i say why well, i need to go and then speak to for outside of my family yeah um and and I wouldn't say it's the cure for me, but I think it was mostly speaking out to my parents or not breaking, uh, not holding it back yeah. and doing a lot of gardening, just literally spending 90% of my time just in the garden, making my own paradise and just, just being out there. Um, 
keep keeping away from negative people, whether they're blood or not. I've basically cut all ties with them because I knew that any negative energy that was coming to me was um, making me worse. I could see that as soon as I something so small little things like even though it was progressing to being normal, yeah, there was little triggers that would then just give you a, 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 a make a dip, yeah. and I had to do something about it and. Thankfully, because it was going from severe to mild, I could do something about it because yeah. I could see what was triggering me. Whereas if, like you said, if you're at that severe stage, you're numb. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're numb to the point where how do you see whether it is right or wrong to do something about it? Yeah. Um. So some, some, some are lucky to be at that stage and some of them just need needed and need just someone there to just ask them are you okay yeah. and i think that with some people i've noticed as well you're okay they just that even triggers them to the point where they just break down because yeah. nobody does ask that question to them no um, because you know a, a lot of people just um the thing is a lot of the triggers are usually within um and how do you identify them well you have to be really honest with yourself you know um like you have like you've noticed certain people have they trigger you you know their talk triggers you their presence triggers you um i don't know uh you know just a subject may trigger you um something on tv may trigger you but you have to be very honest with yourself. Why is this triggering me? Because a lot of it boils down to how we feel about us within. So, um, and about self-love. And usually when we're in depression, we don't have that. Um, we don't have that self-love. We don't have that self-care. We're usually thinking about other things and other people, but we don't check in. We don't check in inside. What are you doing for yourself? Yeah. Um, have you spent time for yourself? We don't check in. And that's just that's just nature because, you know, we have families and, you know, we have, we're um, in this culture where, well, in the Turkish culture, I know that we love spending time with our families. And, you know, when someone does a kebab, you're all there. And, you know, like, and that's, that's every time you have a spare time, but you don't get spare time to sort of be like, right, I'm spending this many hours, half a day to myself, and I'm just going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to do whatever I feel like I need to do just mm -hmm. for that self-care. And we don't check in. We need to check in with ourselves very often, how we're feeling, um, who's triggering us, what is triggering us, and, yeah. you know, why Why are we at this stage? Um, and usually, usually it is things from childhood. It is loss of a loved one. It is friends negative talk um family sometimes it is you know financial trouble um and you know the past year and a half i know a lot of people have struggled and um it has lift you know it has triggered their anxiety yeah. um and with conflicts and stress and and everyone's you know 
they have personal triggers as well. So with their trauma, trauma if they've um, been through trauma, um, a bad memory that they just can't shift, um, they haven't released it. They haven't released how they've been feeling. Um, and as our community, we don't like speaking. We don't like speaking about our truth. We don't like speaking about how we feel because we feel like no one's going to understand. Mm -hmm. And rightly so, they won't understand because they've never been through it. Our generation is a very different generation. We have social media. We have um, reality TV. We have, we're in a very mixed culture that we're seeing things that they wouldn't have in Cyprus. So it's, it's, it's a lot for, you know, the older generation to understand our generation and it's not their fault, but it's out, it's up to us to educate our parents and our families on how they can be supportive and how they can understand. Um, but yeah, I, 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 think that um understanding is basically the only skill that they would need to be there supportive um to be supportive and if they don't understand what it is what anxiety is what depression is they can always look it up and research it um instead of be like um oh why are you always like this or you know i don't know like i, I see it from other people like she doesn't know what she's talking about she's always like this like she's she's not always like this because she's actually going through something you know and people don't understand i think our generation doesn't understand to notice that to act upon it to support so that's the hard part of um depression and anxiety if you feel like you're going through it and you feel like you have no support there is actually loads of support but it's making our families understand how they can be supportive. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially like when we were saying off uh, off air was for our older generation to understand back in the day, there wasn't there wasn't anyone of there wasn't anyone there to diagnose it, to, yeah. to say that it was, for example, anxiety or depression or any other of the other mental health um and well-being issues there are i mean what would they they would have said daily sing sen or yeah. or you know <laughs> yeah or or you know what yeah. i mean they wouldn't like one of them has said here here sibel cousin uh, has said People who say you should pull yourself together or snap out of it really are not helpful and they have no idea what depression and anxiety really is. Those people are, and then she's just adding it, to avoid. I agree. I agree. The thing is, someone in depression and suffering from anxiety, they don't need to hear that. They need to hear, are you okay? How can I help? How can I, you know, saying that, snap out of it. Sorry, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> You know, like you're not here. You're clearly not trying to help me. Um, so people like that, I would definitely avoid Sibel. Um, you know, your true, true people who understand. The thing is, I can't say that these people aren't bad people. Pull yourself together or snap out of it. It's because they don't understand. But you just need to be like, look, do you understand what I'm going through? If you don't, 
then look it up. If you really care for me, understand what I'm going through and know how to support me. Just support me by being there. I don't need pull yourself together, snap out of it, or I'll just get over it. I've had that one before. I'll get over it. I'm sorry. Like, this isn't something that you can just get over. This is this is this is a condition. This is a mental health condition that yeah. people are suffering from. And um you can't put pressure on them. You can't, you know, you have to ask them how can you help them? That's all. That's all people want. When you're suffering from depression, you don't even want to talk to people. Let alone say, if I'm talking to you, I'm trusting you to make me feel not that you're you're um, relying on them to make you feel better, but you're letting them in your space. Yeah. So you have to be understanding, find out more about what they're going through and ask them, is there anything I can do to help? That's it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not it, hard. It, yeah, it, it's <laughs> not. But I think it, it's, it's, I don't know whether it becomes so easy for them, for them to straight away to think negative and to say, you know, you should pull yourself together or snap out of it. Or recently because of, um, you know, it's been, it's, there's higher numbers in the, um, in the male, male having depression and anxiety as well. They would say, you know, you know, grow some balls or man up. You're the man of the house. You're meant to be the strong one in the family. You're meant to be the one that supports us. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and then you're that thinking, is that, is that what puts what? a man into depression? Yeah. Because that is, they have zero support. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's when, when hearing that, you're just thinking, well, what, what, am I not meant to go through these feelings? Not meant to yeah. feel these emotions? Am I meant to just, just bottle, shall I keep bottling it up? Like yeah, I have no. been for however long. And then, you know, later on in my life, make it even more severe. No, yeah. that's why you know that it it hasn't helped as well that uh, I'm you know, missing this out. We, we've been in isolation. We've been at home. We haven't been able to go to work and socialize, especially within our, our community. We are very close to mm. our friends, family. We like to hug. We like to kiss. We like to dance. We like to joke around. We like to you know you know put our arm around someone and go, hey, that's us and dance and all this other stuff. Yeah. You take that away from someone, what's left for that person? They, they, they cannot talk to anyone. They cannot um, share the burden of them or dedicate the that they've got or whatever yeah. that, you know, enjoy that social time between that person. You start taking these things away from them one by one they're starting to coop up. They're starting to isolate themselves. They're trying, they, they, they start to think about things that they shouldn't be thinking about. They start to exaggerate the negative that they hear about themselves or outside or from someone else. And then this is what, like I said, this is it's a snowball effect. It will start triggering. Um, so that hasn't helped at all where we've been uh, cooped up. So, hopefully when we get to some kind of form of normality yeah people seeing their families are going abroad or going on holiday it allows them to just open up forget about what's actually been what's actually been happening to break 
away from the chains that they've actually put on themselves. It's not anybody yeah. else. It's being, no. it's themselves that are basically imprisoning themselves with these emotions and feelings and hopefully be to a point where they can smile again for the smallest of things. Um, but yeah, so obviously people tackle, have tackled these feelings, anxiety and depression in different ways. Yeah. Mine has been, you know, to keep those that are negative at arms length, gardening. Um, I've done this whole grounding thing where I just take my shoes off, walk through the grass, just take out the whole That's negative great. energy thing. Yeah. Um, and just enjoy outside just being away from social media from the screen um news i don't think i watch news so anything no. that boris said to me <laughs> i don't care <laughs> yeah. um so obviously that's that's obviously been a way of me tackling it but there's obviously different ways of other people that are tackling it um sybil has obviously mentioned these as well um there's uh, cognitive behavior therapy is very I good i had that yeah, I had that. It was actually fantastic. Um, she helped me a lot. Um, and I didn't even know what it was until um, I had private health care. And um, when I went to my GP, see, that's the thing. On the NHS, they wouldn't suggest anything like that. But when I had private health care, um, they said, right, I think you need CBT. Um, and I went and she was fantastic. I mean, she helped me deal with my childhood issues um but it still didn't really let go of my um depression totally and my anxiety didn't stop so um I, I was having reiki energy healing which helped me the most but everyone is totally different so you've got to go with what helps you so spending a lot of time in nature really helps talking to people you trust really helps um, you know, you don't necessarily need to see a counsellor. A counsellor does exactly what your friends would do, apart the non-judgmental ones, obviously. Obviously, um, yeah. <laughs> um, But um, even journaling, I really recommend people journaling. Um, journaling helps me release a lot of my emotions that I kept bottling up because a lot of us, we can't really talk. We can't really be honest. Um, and, you know... In our community, I feel like you can't you can't say certain things because you know you'd be like, oh well, well, you know, well you're not strong. Like, well, how are you? How are you doing this? Or how are you doing that? Or I don't know. Even how are you a mother? Or you know, you just have to find a way that's going to get let you deal with those emotions that you're. Um, keeping inside because that is what's making you anxious that is what's building up and making you depressed because you're not releasing those emotions so yeah. you need to focus on releasing them and grounding which is what you're doing is amazing because that actually helps you with uh, mental clarity and that I didn't even I, I think I stumbled across that like through TikTok as well oh really? <laughs> so, oh, yeah that was through TikTok, TikTok. Help sometimes <laughs> Yeah, um, but I, I I only realized after I was doing it was I used to do it a lot when I was in Kupus. I never used to wear my babuch or my telics or whatever you like call them. I was always barefoot when I was in Kupus. Like, and how amazing did you feel? Do you feel every time you're in Cyprus? How amazing do you feel? The top of the world, like exactly. literally, like 
your battery is always on full. You never, it's never empty. You don't go on your phone. <laughs> you don't go on your phone because the the network there is terrible anyway. So you know, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have, I would never go on it. Um, literally looking forward to just going to my family and friends' house, going and seeing, you know, what new there is, what new places I could go to eat. You're just looking forward to it. Um, yeah. but you, you just. I think that's what I miss as well. I mean, I haven't been for a while because of you know lockdown and whatnot. So that's what I've missed that whole being to my motherland and grounding there as well, and being part of uh, being part of that country um, mm. and just just and yeah. So what Sylvia said is that music as well, like literally nonstop. Yeah. I I found a few um well actually uh Umay, uh suggested this for me because I was having trouble sleeping um so she said for me to buy some I think it was ylang ylang and lavender um oil spray so yeah. I've been spraying that on my pillow lavender uh, is so good yeah and I've also um got um what's it called uh, sorry, yeah, uh, a Google Hive or Nest thing next to me. And basically every evening when you get to it, it basically says um, play relaxing music. And every every evening's got a different one. So one of them was um, rain hitting a metal roof. One of them was a waterfall sound. One of them was just white noise. One is brown noise. Um, the other one was a typical Cyprus evening where you could hear the Jujubajeks like <laughs> in the background. That's and, nice, and, yeah. And it was literally I just I, I just basically I keep going back and back into it to try and see if I can get back to that. And yeah. that makes me relax with um with that lavender oil spray and literally I'm out like a light bulb back in the day. <laughs> Now this month yeah. I don't get any sleep because the baby wakes up at four o'clock from uh, milk. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that definitely works for me. Oils and whatnot, and high free and um, binaural beats as well is really good and um, for deep sleep. Um, I'm not sure what the deep sleep one was. I don't don't know if it was the eight hundreds or something, but um, you should check out the frequencies for binaural beats. I used to use them for when I was sleeping, and meditation music I use for my child. Um, when she's going to sleep, I just put on very relaxing meditation music and that is just so calming. And obviously I use it in my treatments too. Yeah. I've seen this particular one on TikTok, which is probably the, that frequency if you're talking about. It's like a metal bowl mm. and they put it around on the thing and then there's a certain the frequency. Yeah, they're mm. saying there's a specific frequency that allows this energy that you talk about to be released mm-hmm. and they're meant to be doing it i don't know once a day or something for a couple of minutes i think possibly. that's 432 hearts yeah i'm not sure if i'm not mistaken yeah that one i've actually played that on my um on my instagram and um i have it on one of my reels and i say where can you feel the energy because you can feel that vibration in a certain part of your body yeah it's crazy like everyone feels it somewhere different 
So by them feeling that specific feeling in that particular part, are they meant to trying to say that that's where they're hurting a lot more or? Yeah, they need healing. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah. It I, is I, music. I think I'm going to share it. If I can that find it on yours, um, I'll download it and then do it as a repost on um, yeah, on, the, yeah. On, on the Facebook page because I know they're a bit, when you're sharing uh, TikTok or Instagram videos, it doesn't show it properly. It's not just the link oh, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. automatically play. Yeah, you can download it. You should. It's a reel. I think it's one of the reels that I've done. Okay. But it's definitely, um, it's definitely something very fascinating to me. <laughs> for yeah, sure. it's, it's yeah, because it's just a different way of treating. Yeah, this energy that we've got. Um, within us um just looking through what i've got so what i've obviously got was uh how does um your partner react to you being in that in in that state or you know through depression or anxiety how has how have they supported you how did they react to it when you opened up to them um how have they helped you on the way? So I I was single when I was going through all this. Um, so I didn't really have a partner as such. But I do know people who are going through a tough, difficult time and that they, they their partners aren't supportive. But it's it's not their fault because, well, I mean, partly it's not their fault because they don't understand um, their men. They don't understand, you know, they've been... Um, the way they are, they've been um, brought up a bit different. Um, so they're like, I'll just get over it. Or, you know, oh, what do you want? Do you want, do you want me to take you to dinner? Just, will that make you feel better? You know, like, it, it's not very helpful because that's not really support. That's just giving them uh, something to do. And that's yeah. not really binding. But with partners, I think they just need to, be, you know just ask them if they're okay like do you want to talk is there anything that's bothering you is there anything I can do to help you know do you want to just cuddle you know um yeah. it's a lot of people see like they're like they don't want to hang around people who are depressed because they just feel like oh no she's really negative but really they're not they're not negative you're 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 being negative by saying that that person is negative yeah. because instead of being a support you're actually throwing a negative shade towards that person um so how about you what about how is your partner so um with Cheryl um I couldn't do it to I couldn't tell her to her face I couldn't mm. so I was I'm working like working from home so I've got whatsapp on my desktop so when I'd gone through through the the speaking to the doctor, I messaged her and I said, "Look, I know it's you've seen kind of seen a different side to me recently, um, and I want to apologise for you going through that and seeing this because you shouldn't have to go through that with me." Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, "Okay." But why are you saying this kind of thing? And then I was like, look, I phoned the doctors. Um, I had spoken to my, to Umay before and I phoned the doctors and they've asked me the questions about on the on the scale and this is what they've said. 
and have diagnosed with depression. And she was just, she was very open about it because she suffers from anxiety as well. So when there's like tricky situations or anything that triggers her, it she goes through it as well. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like as though she was like going to go, don't be silly. You're a man. You're not meant to have these feelings. Don't be, you know, <laughs> just just man up. Come on. There's edge there. there. Who's he going to look up to? Who, who, who's, who's your son going to look up to? He's going to look up to you and think he's, he's, you're the man that he's meant to be kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, it was just, just support kind of, he was, she was there to listen. She was there to understand. She didn't, she wasn't there to straight away go like, you should do this, 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 and this, because how this would she know what I'm going through kind of thing. So she was yeah. just, there to listen at start um she knew the side effects i would have from the medication i was taking so she understood so she knew that i was going to be a bit s slow she said she was going to i was going to be a bit tired so she knew that i was going to be sleeping mm -hmm. um and then just didn't even notice anything else afterwards because it just felt normal to the point where i was feeling normal i was feeling mm -hmm. happy and i could see that i could i could see past these sunglasses that i was wearing that was where she was trying to help me before and i wasn't recognizing it that i was recognizing it now because going from severe to slight so i could see the help mm -hmm. um so thankfully she she supported me all the way she's still supporting me on the way um parents just <laughs> i don't know what I, what I could say i mean it wasn't like how i think because i'm i'm third generation it wasn't as hard i think mm. if it, for example if it was my mom and dad telling their parents i think it would have been a lot difficult for them yeah. but because i'm telling my parents who are were my dad was born here yet my mom was born from cyprus so it was that was a, the, the difficult part to it mm -hmm. but because she does a lot of reading online she reads into things and whatnot she knows what these words are and knows that it's it happens it there it is in our culture it it's not to do with your race it's not to do with your sex it's not to do with your religion it's not to do okay. your age, it just happens. So it wasn't like a full on talk down or like kind of like, oh, get chorbaye or get using your kind of thing and whatnot. It was just like, we understand, we're here to support you, whatever the choice you take has, yeah, exactly. has time, has work. If you've taken time off, goes, look, I'm going to speak to my manager and all this. And they, and they were fine. They've supported me. They've always supported me. They ask, they ask me a lot more than they used to ask me, which was, are you okay? It wasn't before, but they do now. And I don't see it as like a, why are you asking me kind of thing? I just feel it's that they just want me to open up and talk instead of, because they, they, they probably have seen me when I was young, where I used to bottle up. Mm. I could compare myself with myself, my brother and my mom used to say this was when we come back from school and we'd eat there at the masa and Anne's made dolma, put dolma in front of us. And my brother's full on 
chatting away saying i've done this at school i've done it that i'd be eating my dorm i finish it put it in the table and then i'm gone i wouldn't open yeah. up and i wouldn't yeah. say what's happened at school so they probably saw it back then of when in primary school and secondary school and university of me closing up and bottling up to myself which they probably knew but they didn't want to raise it to say you know you need to speak to someone about yeah. it and whatnot so obviously the different different people will react to it in different ways and um, there's someone that's mentioned about um seriban has said uh not an expert but is a well-known fact that you could what you eat can affect your mental health that's true that's true it is it's not it is something that they are have been looking into so junk food does not make you feel good does not make you feel better but when you start eating healthy um you start noticing such a big difference in your mood in yourself when you feel lighter i'm actually doing a juice cleanse detox starting thursday um okay. doing a juice just the juice fasting um for three days because it is it food does affect us a lot of wrong foods um and yeah that that is one of the things i wouldn't say it would um it's one of the things that would trigger you to into depression but it's definitely something that does help me like it's a mood booster um yeah. it makes you feel better inside and mentally so yeah that is definitely i agree with that one yeah so the way has as sibyl has said is like nutrient-rich foods help boost your overall health and can yeah. mood booster too rather than having a slump or sugar crash after eating junk yeah. which is you know i could we agree all do <laughs> yeah well, i mean we're all we, we're allowed i mean what i mean once a week once a month we're allowed to have that you know special okay. treat but when you do have it every day of the having junk food you do feel like just lethargic you don't really want to do anything you don't Absolutely. feel to have you have the energy to just take it the next step then that could be just yeah. to go upstairs and get change um yeah. Sereban is saying things like cherry cherry tart juice tart almonds walnuts herbal teas such as puka night tea can help with help with sleep yeah i used to have chamomile tea just before i used to go to bed um, and that would really calm my mind, help me have a peaceful sleep. It's just that simple, just chamomile tea. Um, but now I can't have it because after I felt pregnant, it was like I felt sick every time I smelt it. Yeah. So now it's just I'm back to um, decaf green tea. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my mom was saying as well, like she couldn't have it when she's pregnant because it ends up i think it's poisonous or something or you can't have it during birth uh, when you're pregnant because it affects oh. certain things i don't know okay. i don't oh. i, I didn't that. know that but yeah i couldn't drink it it just made yeah. me feel sick all the time um but this is very um for me it's such a um strong subject because i've seen people um not have that support um when they're depressed and anxious and um that led to suicide and this that's, that's that was my whole reason why i really wanted to put this out there is because i don't want any of our youngsters anymore 
feeling like they have nowhere to go to, you know, um, they try and be there for them. Um, and listen, listen, try and understand, ask them if they're okay, ask them if you can help them, you know, just, just be there for them. They don't need to hear like, oh, not, not another, not, not another day like this or, you know, get over it or, you know, just deal with it. You know, they don't need to hear that. They need to hear support. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the, that's the be all and end all that, you know, to help them get out of that situation. I think the past 18 months has really increased in suicides. And I just feel like this is something that we really need to push on, even as a community, um, to help our youngsters get through, you know, the social media triggers, you know, the bullying at school, you know, I, I hear about it all the time. Um, I hear it from my clients or what they're going through. And, you know, most of my clients come to me for anxiety and depression because I, that is what I promote um, healing for anxiety and depression. And, you know, that to me is, is a very, very, personal subject because of everything that I've been through so be there for your kids try and understand them just check in on them and you know just make sure that they're okay definitely I mean even with my son I try not to force out an answer from them from yeah. him um he finds it very uncomfortable when I when I try and do that um so I try and find a a different route something related to him or something that he has enjoyed and i try and get to his level i think speaking down to kids doesn't help because they feel as though they're being told off so i try and sit down to his level um you have to uh, you have to get him to express himself and that could be through drawing that yeah. could be through um you know a game you know that you can make up to help him talk um it's all about expression so once they express themselves they'll feel better but they don't know how to because it's not in their dna to yeah. um if if he if his personality is shut off like you was when you was a kid then i think you understand him more than anyone else yeah so you have to give him that platform um a way for him to express how he's feeling without feeling that he is expressing it if that makes yeah. sense either yeah exactly so he, finding you got to find the, that key to unlock him and that that key is definitely not by pushing him or forcing him or making it obvious that you're trying to get an answer i think yeah. it, i think it, it is I found it, like you said, it, sometimes I find it in his drawings that you do, and most of his drawings are about dinosaurs anyway, but those dinosaurs are obviously doing something. So they whether they're playing yeah. or there's a mommy and daddy there, or he will say, oh, look, this is George and whatnot, and these are people from his school. So I'll mm. say, like, oh, what's George done? Or do you play with George and whatnot? And we've noticed as well that... Um, he has a very heart-to-heart -heart talk mostly in the evenings, just before he's about to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So he has it a lot with 
my wife Rochelle a lot more than me not sure why but they have like a heart to heart foot talk and he will mention (laughs) probably um and he'll he'll talk about like oh this child has done something or he sometimes feels left out in um group play or um sometimes when they do and group work or teamwork no one listens to him kind of thing so so we hear these from him and we just basically just say like well why why did they live what did they do what was the thing about did you talk to them or did you have an idea that they didn't like or all of this other stuff um and we'd give him like some ideas of you know how to resolve it and we'd come back and then we've got this i don't know what it's called um I think it's called dojo it's kind of like a reception kind of like a school thing and they're basically the teacher okay. kind of talks to you kind of thing and they, okay. the teacher will come back and say oh Ejder has um he wasn't that good he didn't feel good well today as in like not himself like playing and whatnot um he fell out with one of the boys but he came straight to me because he wanted to apologize him, but it didn't apologize to the boy, but it didn't know how to do it. Okay. So obviously, like he's been speaking to the teacher. The teacher explains to us, and he's recently just got better. Like he's I think he's gone yeah. past a fear and he has this fear of like having doing something wrong. Mm. Um he gets frustrated with himself easily. Um probably taking it from his baba but I'm sure we can <laughs> well the apple doesn't it. fall far from the tree <laughs> yeah they do say that um so we found ways of like saying like look it's okay to get things wrong i mean there's so many i always like bringing like scientists or this person or that person that he like looks up to and i say look this scientist did had to get something wrong in order to get this answer so it's okay to get it wrong and you'd be like hmm and then he'll walk off and he'll start playing with his lego and look i did this wrong but then i amended this and now it works now and then he'll be like all happy with himself so yeah. he's 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 getting the hang of it and he's yeah. understanding that it's okay to be wrong and it's okay mm-hmm. to feel what you feel and um yeah. he's he's get is i think i think like you said you need to speak to the child at that age where you can um, bring them up and they can grow up and choose the right path and choose and do it the yeah. right way instead mm-hmm. of finding out when they're older and then they're stuck and they can't they can't decipher yeah. it and I don't want him to be, go through what I've been through um, yeah so yeah so he's he's it's it's good to speak to them at their level speak to their at their tone um, speak to them in their language i mean yeah. i don't know if it's with you but i've noticed that when you're speaking to a baby you're high pitched and all of a sudden you're speaking to a normal tone to him like as yeah. usual adult so yeah to my three month old i'm like going because that's all they understand and then all of a sudden yeah. you're going to a eight year five year old and you're just speaking to them like an adult and he's yeah. coming up with words that i've never heard of so it, Mashallah, Trudia. Like he's he's looking after himself. He's growing up, yeah. and to see what you're doing, and him becoming that that way, it feels good. Yeah, um, 
we're diversing now, but yeah, um, with yeah. kids, obviously, <laughs> obviously it's because you see these reactions and of depression and anxiety or the different mental health changes because you know them as an adult and you can try and see those little triggers that may affect the child you could yeah. like i said speak to them and and speak to and i think what surya has said they're getting children to tell stories and write stories often helps children with expressing their true feelings yeah. talking in third person is so much easier for children yeah if if they're old enough to write then yeah i agree um we just you just have to find a way of letting them express themselves um in a way that you're not forcing them to but you're giving them the pen and paper like how, how i say for us journaling really helps us release so for the kids it's the same and you know and like my child as soon as she's old enough to read she's going to be having affirmations plastered all over her room you know i am loved i am peaceful i am you know because also we need to we need to sort of make sure that they know that self-care starts with self-love they need to love themselves they need to know that you know there's nothing wrong with them they are beautiful as they are and I feel like us growing up we've had a very like childhood around our parents so you know they were going out so we'd go out like it was it was never about like um doing things for the children like we never had play areas like they do now that we never had like you know we've had a lot of changes so it's now it's like and growing up around social media especially those who've got like teen teenager kids like you need to you it's very important that you teach them self-care and self-love and expressing themselves any way which you can um like Surya said um through expressing through writing through if they're if they're younger like your your son drawing yeah. any way that they can express themselves they need to let it out we all need a release from our throat like we all need to like just get it out of our system whether it's saying it directly to someone which a lot of children won't unless they're doing it without realizing or not um that is is very important to allow to give them that space that opportunity definitely and I mean, it will also to... help them to become a bit more mentally stronger um yes knowing that you know like they they got you know they're releasing everything that they've been feeling they you know they're not growing up with these triggers and stuff these like like we've we've grown up with loads of stuff from i don't know from our parents from seeing you know arguments and this and that and you you don't want your child growing up with the same like with whatever triggered you or bullying or whatever you don't want your child growing up with that. You want your child growing up knowing that they're strong, that they can stick up for themselves, that they they love themselves enough to walk away from any situation that doesn't serve them. Um, it's up to us to teach them all of that. Definitely. Uh, we've come to an hour now, and uh, oh, I just want, <laughs> yeah, just just wanted to close it up um and whatnot so that we could do the the quiz well the self-diagnosed yeah. quiz so everybody else can do it before mm -hmm. we do that um how can people get in contact with you 
Um, could they book any appointments with you? Um, and what's the best way of doing that? Um, remind everyone as well, I will be doing a Business Wednesday post article about um, Azlem and her, what she does. Um, but obviously she'll be explaining here and she'll probably post it after this as well. Um, yeah, I'll post like my link. booking system. I'm on, um, I'm, I haven't finalised my website's being launched, I think, this weekend. So I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm at the Contemporary Healer. You can find me on there. Any messages, you know, any questions, I'm always happy to help. Um, and you can um, book a session directly on my link in the bio. I'm based in Southgate in North London. Um, and I do video calls for those who cannot make it, um, who are not local. So, and it's as good as a face-to-face -face session. Just to add the in there. So I'm just going to put it on. So that's your Instagram, isn't it? The yeah, contemporary. That's my you know, so I leave that up for everyone to take note to start following. Um, and what I'm gonna start doing, so I, I give time to everyone. If anyone's got some piece of paper and a pen, and if they want to do this themselves, um, this is free to do on the NHS, and it's basically a depression and anxiety self-assessment quiz. Um, if you can score it from zero to three, zero being not at all. And I'll just write this into the thing. So zero being uh, not at all, and three being nearly every day. So there you go. This will basically you can then work out your score um, at the end. And I'm guessing, obviously, with the higher score you have, it's up to you whether you wish to um speak to a doctor or speak to a therapist or speak to your best friend or speak to a family member um either one of the admins if you want to reach out to Özlem, um we're all here to basically try and help you in some way or form or put you point you in the right direction who do you wish to speak to um so the first question is how often have you been bothered by feeling down, depressed, or hopeless? First question. And next question is, how often have you had little interest or pleasure in doing things? Posted that down. So the first question was, how often have you been bothered by feeling down, depressed or hopeless? And the second question is, how often have you had little interest or pleasure in doing things? The next question is, how often have you been bothered by trouble falling or staying asleep or sleeping too much? Question four is how often 
Have you been bothered by feeling tired or having little energy? And the next question five is how often have you been bothered by poor appetite or overeating? And the next one is question six. How often have you been bothered by feeling bad about yourself or that you are a failure or have let yourself or your family down? Question seven. How often have you been bothered by trouble concentrated, concentrating on things such as reading the newspaper or watching television? Question eight. How often have you been bothered by moving or speaking so slowly that other people could have noticed or the opposite, being so fidgety or restless that you have been moving around a lot more than usual? Question nine, and this one's more of a yes or no question. Have you had any anxiety attack, suddenly feeling fear or panic? Question 10. How often have you been bothered by nervous, anxious or on the edge? Question 11 of 18, so we're nearly there. Um, how often have you been bothered by not being able to stop or control worrying? Number 12, how often have you been bothered by worrying too much about different things? Thirteen. Uh, why is it not posting? Okay, thirteen is how often have you been bothered by having trouble relaxing? Uh, question 14, how often have you been bothered by being so restless that it is hard to sit still? Uh, 
question 15. How often have you been bothered by becoming easily annoyed or irritable? Sixteen. How often have you been bothered by feeling afraid as if something awful might happen? Okay. Question 17 is more than one, so I'm just going to have to <laughs> copy this one. Uh, have you been bothered by worrying about any of the following? Well, there's quite a lot here, so I'm just going to have to copy and paste it in. Hoping it allows me to do it. Oh, that's just a complete mess. <laughs> That's just a complete mess, but I'm sure people can understand it. Have you been bothered by worrying about any of the following? Your health, your weight or how you look, little or no sexual desire or pleasure during sex, difficulties with your partner, the stress of taking care of family members, stress at work, school, outside home, uh, by fan financial problems or worries, having no no one to turn to, uh, something bad that happened recently or none of the above and the last question is if this questionnaire has highlighted any problems how difficult have these problems made it for you to do your work take care of things at home or get along with other people That's the last question and I will leave that up um, I'm going to put next and see. So I'm going to post the link um, at the end of this. Uh, I've just done it while I've done it. And at the moment, it's saying, here's your depression score. So it's out of 24, and mine was free. And it's saying, Amazing. here's your anxiety score, and it is two. Yeah. So compared to what I was in February to what I am now in July of it's of I'm obviously major success. <laughs> right, yeah, it's, I'm getting there. So obviously there's a few things that I'll do trigger me, but I'm getting to a position where I can count as normal. Um, so yeah, what I'll do is I'll share this link for everyone to take. Um, it, it basically it says on here, that you can print this off, take it to your GP, and they will show you uh, different ways of doing um, whether you need to take medication or have online support. Um, you could print this off and speak to one of us uh, admins. You could speak to us. Them, you there. Yeah. Where there's a there's a few more other people on in within our group. Um, you could speak to. I could put, post their links as well. Um, whichever is easier for you, um, there is no wrong or right way of right. going about this. I think it's all about connection as well. Like if you feel like you're a bit more connected, like some people might resonate with you a little bit more, so they'll they, they'll contact you. So yeah, there's, there's no right person or wrong person. It's just whoever you feel it would be able to help you. What's that one? There we go. So that was the URL. 
So anyone can follow that link and go through and try it for themselves. Um, Ozlem, thank you very much for joining thank me. Thank you on for this having me. It was so first nice program to of Let's and... Talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll share your um, reel of that vibration. Yes, yes, that do shared. that and see um, what people feel. Definitely, and I'll share it tomorrow as well on Business Wednesday. I'll also share your article as well tomorrow for everyone Thank to have you. a read. Thank um, you. And make sure you follow, support, and we're all here to listen. Um, whoever's okay. following us, whoever's listening to us, whoever's joined in to this online, hopefully we'll have a lot more um, on this show of Let's Talk it could be any corner. So whenever you, whatever you want to talk about, come on, message me, one of our uh, admins. Uh, and if you wish to join, you can. Um, I'll let you have a nice evening. Uh, yeah, me too. Thank you to everyone who joined and contributed. It's nice to see that there's a lot of our community that is actually more un like understanding and you know, like I think feel like so many of us going through it now that we all understand it a bit more so that's amazing and you know reflecting it all on their children that's very good parenting like they're amazing parents Definitely. but yeah thank you all for joining us no problem thank, thank you for everyone. having me it's okay hopefully i'll get to see you in, in in you know in person meet you as well with my yeah hopefully in cousins as well. <laughs> um, i don't want to be here i want to be in cyprus <laughs> exactly yeah um so yeah enjoy the rest of the evening and uh, hopefully we'll do some more hopefully some more shows with you if you're happy to do so and, and speak yeah definitely yeah definitely cool. all right have a lovely evening everyone see you later everyone bye, bye, -bye. bye. So, yeah.